Hey, everybody, welcome to episode 92 of the VC Podcast. It's great to be back with you. Took a little week off for the uh, end of the year. Hope your new year is off to a great start. I'm your host for today, Zach. I'm in the studio with Jacob and Andrew and Luke. You guys on a diet right now? No, I'm just kidding. That's a terrible <laughs> question, isn't it? You're not supposed to ask people that. What a starting question. Yeah. You guys doing all right? Doing we'll good, go back buddy. to the old doing formula. Good. Doing good. Thank you. I'm not on a diet. I'll share that. I'm not on one. Yet. Do I need Yet. to be? Yes. Yeah. Should it? Should it happen? <laughs> Look, I'm going to open the podcast by saying this. We should all challenge each other to run a Tough mutter together. Let's do it. Ooh, what I'm is that? that? It's a blast. I don't like that idea. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> How about a 5K? We can run a 5K together. Done. Rugged Maniac puts two together. Is that It's a what? 5K Tough mutter. Okay. Yeah, you can. I think they do one at... Uh, Paley Peaks. I can't run a 5K on flat pavement. So, yeah. Maybe we should start there. Maybe yeah. let's start with like no incline <laughs> at all. Well, a treadmill 5K? You guys down for Anyway, no. listeners, <laughs> this is the VC podcast. I hope your week is going well so far. This is a little, uh, you know, Valley Creek for your midweek. And uh, we'll talk about last Sunday, this next Sunday coming up, some announcements, uh, and then some, you know, just some other things at the end. I don't really know how to describe those, but it'll be all right. Let's uh, let's drop in here. Uh, last week, uh, Shane Garrison was with us for the first Sunday officially as our transitional pastor. Want to officially welcome him and his family to Valley Creek. Um, just know that we're going to be blessed by his his uh, his work here, and and we're here to support him as well. So, uh, in view of that, he preached his first sermon in the Mic Drop series. Uh, it is called Drop In. And that is available on the website. I do want to publicly apologize to my brother Andrew here. Uh, we had an issue with South Wilson's stream, and we were not able to record his sermon, but it was very good. I was there, and so apologies for that, Andrew. But you can go back and listen to Shane's sermon this week, at least, and we'll have that. It's all good. I've we'll heard it a few times. So. Good good deal. Uh, so the question we'll be uh, talking about from our listening and discussion guide is discussion question number three, and that is from the Springfield Road uh, guide. How and why does receiving forgiveness from Jesus free you to, quote, rise up and walk? I think that's the quietest pause we've ever had. Mm. I, <laughs> yeah, two different... I'm trying to process the two different sides of that, the how and the why. Okay, let's start you with know, the how. how. How does receiving... Forgiveness from Jesus for you up to rise and walk. It's, I mean, I, I just try to think of the times when, when in this life, somebody has walked up and forgiven me of something I've done and, and something that, that I know I've done wrong. I mean, either intentionally or unintentionally, you know, I made a mistake or, or, you know, were sinful in some way, lashed out in anger or, or whatever. And somebody has come up to me and, and given me forgiveness, I asked for or unasked for. I mean, I, I don't. I don't think that matters too much in, in the way that it it gives to us a freedom from that. Like like it doesn't have power uh, hmm. to kind of affect the way we think or feel uh, anymore. I mean, a lot of times when we do something, when we when we know there is sin in our life. I mean, if we, if we kind of pull that to, to the forgiveness we receive from Jesus, there's, there's that guilt, 
uh, and hopefully, uh, I mean, uh, we get to a point where there's conviction as well in that. And then if we're not careful, the guilt and the conviction can can overburden us or weigh us down. But then when we receive that forgiveness from Christ, when, when we understand that, that he has once and for all wiped those things away, he doesn't see us through the lens of those things anymore, Man, there's there's a freedom to to just begin to to move about as he has called us to in, in a in a real sense of freedom. And we think about the 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 man that he, you know, hey, I'm gonna forgive you your sins. Oh, you can't do that. Well, okay, is it easier for me to say that or hey, get up and walk? I mean, he gave him a physical representation of the way that he spiritually could begin living. He could actually yeah. stand up and start walking. And so I think when we receive that forgiveness, when we when we feel that there is a a release from the weight and the burden of those things that we have been forgiven of that, that helps us. Yeah. Excellent point. I think that almost kind of branches out to the why I'm just thinking it's almost like the simplistic church answer. Why does receiving forgiveness from Jesus free to rise up and walk? Because he has the authority to tell you that you can do that. Mm-hmm. Anything he says you can do, you then can do, you know, that's, that's right. he, his authority gives it more. Well, not more so, but just right alongside that, that representation of forgiveness, right? Whatever, if Jesus tells us we're forgiven, then we are forgiven. If he tells us we can walk, then we can walk. You know, it's just... It does, and I, I think that I, I love how you even pointed to the imagery that was used, you know, by uh, by Scripture. It, it, we, we saw that on, on the Chosen clip that, that Shane uh, submitted this week to all of us, and it it's a beautiful picture of it. And then we then have the opportunity to, to give an emotional thank you to Jesus for that, right? Well, it it kind of causes this thing for us to, or we want to rise up and walk, or in other words, live our lives mm-hmm. for Him because of, of His forgiveness. So I think it's great that you pointed even back to that, just that, that paralyzed man that he, he said, hey, your, your sins are forgiven, let's get up and walk, you know? And so I think uh, I think it's a beautiful picture, beautiful imagery of, mm-hmm. of why and how we, we should live for Him. Yeah. Andrew, any other thoughts? I don't think so. I think that yeah. says it well. I think really the we've kind of already touched on the how, the why; those are so so entangled together that it's mm-hmm. going to be hard to separate them out into separate absolutely ideas completely. But but yeah, being forgiven frees us to walk in new life. It frees us to forgive others as well, and to um, just yeah to walk mm-hmm. in that. So yeah. Were any of you guys startled a little bit by that the chosen clip? I, I, when he he sent out, he was like, "We're going to start on this," and the clip starts. I wasn't in the service, so I don't know how. People, <laughs> it's it's a great it's a great visual representation. It's a sure. great uh, adaptation uh, for the screen, but it starts out Jesus of Nazareth, like it starts right. out so like it full force immediately fades in, no fade in. Jesus of Nazareth. I was going to say, I wasn't in there because I was upstairs with students, and so I was listening to the sermon yesterday, and, you know, obviously online. Yeah, we didn't, we didn't include yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, and then I get that, but, you know, it's like, hey, we're going to watch this clip, and wasn't that clip very good? And I'm like, hold on, what did, <laughs> I, I at least did, I, did I black out for a second here? <laughs> and then I realized, yeah, obviously you can't. So I, I was like, I don't know exactly which one, but obviously I know the, That's the a biblical yeah. story there, and, and and Kim and I, we've, we've watched through the chosen so i'm like i think i know what we're talking about here i think i'm all right but that's a good point if you listen to the podcast feed version the audio is not included uh nor is it in the re-uploaded video but if you go to our youtube channel 
uh, it, it, it streams right alongside it. So very good. Mm-hmm. All right, guys, this week we are on to our next sermon in the series. It is called Unthinkable Guest. I'm excited to hear about it. It is based in Luke chapter 7. And so if you want to be reading ahead, get yourself prepared to spend some time in God's Word, Luke chapter 7. Anything big coming up this Sunday we need to talk about before we move on to some announcement time? Um, I mean, just communion. Um, yeah, we'll be oh, observing yeah. communion as part of the Absolutely. service. Yeah, yeah communion. Uh, other than that, there's nothing big right that I can think of. Nothing other than some announcements that I can think of. Okay, yeah. very good. So let's move on to some announcements then. Uh, and uh, the first and foremost thing we want to announce is that our ongoing efforts to help with disaster relief uh, in the parts of, of our state and even a little bit beyond there uh, that had some, some devastation due to high winds, storms, tornadoes, things like that. It's such a, a rough time for those communities even still. And so, uh, Andrew, would you mind to touch on that just a little bit? Yeah, sure. Uh, so as part of that, we've got some teams continuing to go out and we're updating our website with those as they, as we get those on the calendar. And so this weekend, uh, originally we had looked at going on Friday to Dawson Springs, where we'd sent a team a couple weeks ago. Um, but part of the nature of this type of work and really any mission work, the number one rule is be flexible. And so the need there where we were originally going and with that organization has kind of changed. And so now... Um, we're taking a team on Saturday, January 8th, to the city of Bremen, Kentucky. And so Michelle Drake is leading that trip. Um, Danny Puckett is working closely with her on that. And you can get all the details on that, what we have um, on our website, and sign up to get that. And from there, Michelle will be in contact with you about everything you need to know as far as when to be where, what to bring, all those sorts of things. But that's going to be Saturday now instead of on Friday. Very good. All right. As Andrew said, check the website for those details, and uh, we'll continue to update. Uh, We also have Sunday night activities coming back uh, for the church as a whole, but they will happen at Springfield Road. Luke, you want to tell us about those a little bit? Sunday night. uh, Sunday nights are back. Uh, This Sunday, 5 o'clock. Uh, we are having uh, D groups. We'll be back rolling, up and running. Some of them, I don't think, stopped completely through our winter break, but uh, they've they'll be up, back up and running. Uh, youth will be back up and running, and children's uh, back up and running five to six fifteen. And they've got some fresh things coming up for the youth group that uh, Jacob right. can touch on a little bit if he if he's comfortable rolling that out. But uh, yeah, I'm excited to have all that stuff back up and going. Get kind of get back into some normalcy after after the Christmas season. Sure, yeah. It was a busy end of the year. Yes. It'd be good to have those back. Speaking of student events, we have a lot of children's ministry and student ministry events coming up. Those are all listed on the website on their respective pages. But Jacob, since you are here on the yeah. podcast, why don't you highlight just a couple of those student events that are coming up, please? Man, the way you say that makes me feel so special. Would you please? Since you're here, <laughs> man. Since you are here. Uh, yeah, we got, man, we're excited. There's some awesome things coming down the road. Um January and February specifically are pretty busy months for our student ministry, which is great. 
uh, we're excited to be able to do some things, and it's just kind of a uh, a good season for that. So first, at the end of January, January 29th, it's a Saturday, we're having a high school ski trip, an awesome day to be able to build some memories and, and have some fun with our uh, students, high school students specifically. So we're going to go to Perfect North, uh, which is just west of Florence, Kentucky, and Indiana. Uh, and cost on that $75 for high school students. We'll leave at 7 in the morning, uh, be back around 9.30 uh, or so at night, just kind of depending on uh, dinner and traffic and stuff like that. So uh, cost covers uh, rental and lift ticket uh, and just bring some money for lunch while we're skiing uh, and dinner on the way home. And, you know, if you want to buy one of those cool ski slopes, jester hats or something that yeah. so it used to be popular when i was skiing back when i was in high school is you know you'd buy the like the goofiest hat you could find that was like seven feet long or something like that so yeah. it'd like you know confuse everybody behind you uh after that february 13th is super bowl sunday uh used to have to call it big game sunday because you couldn't actually promote that you're watching the super bowl mm-hmm. i think we've all gotten past that now uh it is super bowl sunday and so we'll gather here uh in the fellowship center to watch the the game uh, that'll be uh, we'll 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 kind of gather a little bit later than normal, but we'll be open and getting ready everything up at five. Uh, the game starts at six thirty. It's kind of a, a rough start time, and uh, and we'll watch through halftime. Um, it's kind of a choice that we're making because it is still a school night. Two balls are are longer than normal, four and a half, five hour events. So we'll watch through halftime, and then at the halftime mark, we'll kind of. Um, cut the party short and, and send everybody out so they get home. And, you know, if they want to watch it there with their families there to finish the game up, that's fine. But uh, we'll watch through halftime. Parents would love to have some help um, with snacks and appetizers and those sort of things. We're going to make some things and get some stuff as well. Um, but anything that would uh, parents would like to bring, just let me know. Give me a call uh, here at the church or send me an email, jacob.dunn at valleycreekbaptist.org. And, uh, and let me know if you have something you'd like to bring or is a fan favorite of your family's uh, that's got to be there for Super Bowl. We make um, two things for Super Bowl always, rattlesnake bites. Okay. Um, and uh, chicken, bacon-wrapped chicken bites. Mm-hmm. Uh, and the bacon-wrapped chicken bites, they're real simple. It's chicken wrapped in bacon, obviously, and then rolled in brown sugar and cayenne pepper. And cook so a little bit spicy, a little bit of sweet. Okay. What's a rattlesnake bite? Uh, a rattlesnake bite is like a creamy jalapeno beef mix wrapped up in a crescent roll or a croissant roll or however you want to say croissant. That. That's not what croissant. I thought that was, but no. I like it. Yeah. yeah. Oh man. I was saying they, something with onions. No, it's like, like it's like rattel yeah. and beef and cream cheese. I'm in. And a little bit of sour cream. I think I mean, you mix all that up and I then like, you wrap it up in a I like crescent roll and so. cook it. Mm. They don't last. Neither one of those things last very long at our house, even the boys. I love dig into those, croissants. So. Croissants. <laughs> uh, all right. And then uh, D-Now, February 25th uh, and 26th, Friday, Saturday. Obviously, we'll end up uh, end on Sunday here at church. Uh, $25. Just going to be an awesome weekend. Uh, we've kind of outgrown the ability to be in any one location uh, and just to to be 
you know where where everybody's at. Uh, we're gonna have four different host sites for D now that weekend. Uh, Valley Creek is gonna be one of those host sites, so our students will be here. Uh, with several other churches. I think we got four, maybe five other churches that will be here with us at Valley Creek for the weekend uh, as our worship team will lead worship. And we're uh, speaking this week with the person who will possibly be uh, speaking for us, somebody that, that we know and have heard from before, but we'll kind of all right, keep that name secret until we've actually hammered out all those details. So we're excited about it, and I, I love D now. I love the whole weekend, small groups and worship and gathering, and, and just kind of an intense moment to kind of dig into our faith. Uh, and so I think it's important. Twenty five dollars for uh, the weekend per person. Uh, so uh, signups are um, going to be up this week for both D now and for the ski trip. If you haven't already gone, uh, th- those will be up this week for you to be able to uh, sign up. Very good. January, February, jam-packed for yeah, student is. ministry. It is. All right, you know. stay up to date on the website, and as Jacob said, uh, those sign-ups will be up very soon. Uh, can you guys ski? You guys have been skiing? I've never been. I've never Andrew, tried. Andrew, you want to go first there? <laughs> I have not, and no. I cannot, I don't, I don't think at I least can. as far as I know, Yeah. unless it's just a secret hidden talent that I am not even aware of. So when I was in middle school, we, uh, my dad went back to college, went to med school, and uh, the school that he could get into was in the heart of the Appalachian Mountains in Pennsylvania. And uh, so we have all sorts of different clubs and, you know, chess club and, you know, Latin club and all the different clubs you can be a part of. Well, there they had ski club. Ooh. And so January and February, every Wednesday, the ski club would go up to Blue Knob Ski Resort and and ski all afternoon into the evening, and so you get like six hours of skiing in. Oh wow! And uh, and so I love it. It used to snowboarding be, is no. I don't okay. snowboard. Yeah, I'm not a snowboarder. I, it used to be very like an annual thing for the youth here. We would go uh, to Paoli Peaks mm-hmm. most of those years, and uh, several of us got decent at it. I was never like this excellent. Wanted to go down like the diamond or something crazy, but but uh, I got decent at it. But we haven't skied for, I mean, it's been a long time since I've been on skis. I've put on a lot of weight since then. I don't know that I would want to. If I fall now, it hurts. Yes. Well, <laughs> but I'm you not, also go faster. Oh, oh, interesting. I mean, there's there's pros and cons to that. But, just, you know, gravity, <laughs> that'd, be, just, that'd be me. Just, just gravity is the thing, man. Just close my eyes and hope. <laughs> uh, Somebody will be been. screaming pizza wedge, man. I guarantee and, uh, it. I, uh, I have the naive sensibility that, you know how they say like snowboarders that are in the Olympics and stuff that when they try to put them on skis, because you're supposed to do, you're supposed to try to ski first, get used to that idea, and then try the snowboard, right? That's mm. kind of the, they're always like, well, I couldn't ski. I, I didn't have the patience for it. I just jumped on the snowboard and I was immediately good at it. Like I'm naive enough to think like, oh yeah, I like snowboarding. I would be so good at it. But I've never been. I would probably be terrible at it. Mm. Uh, but in my mind, nope. I'm like, I reject the skis. And I'm on a snowboard. Do but any of I'm you, not athletic. Do any at all. of you water ski? Oh, no. Water ski. No. That's a real dumpster fire for me, also. <laughs> <laughs> so, so my first time, I've, you know, like I said, been skiing since I was in sixth grade. So it's, you know, 12, 13, mm-hmm. you know, I'd love it. A few years ago, we took a, a group of students uh, to Perfect North, and some of the students convinced me at like 34 years old to try for the first time snowboarding it's a very different motion Mm -hmm. and a very different skill Uh 
because on skis your feet can go right and left but they can't go forward and back without you know uh, on a snowboard it's the opposite your feet can go forward and back up and down but not side to side not any real significant way well if if you turn and face down the hill so your board is sideways and you push your toes down the board stops moving Mm-hmm. Now that doesn't necessarily mean your body stops moving. Your body that's will right. continue in a centrifugal force. Say, I think that's called way. centrifugal force, right? Yeah, and um, <laughs> that's a great way to. Face and ball. if you're not careful, you land in such a way as is my experience to crack a few ribs. Oh no! And <laughs> breathe a little bit shallow for a few weeks. So I just said, yeah, you know not, what? I'll stick to two boards instead of one. I don't think I'll be acting as chaperone for this ski trip, but <laughs> I think you guys are going to do a great job. Zach's like, I'll, some, I'll be at the lodge. We've That's got right. some capable hey, we, athletic youth. I'm, I'm we sure need that. some people to hang out in the lodge. That's fine. Yeah. <laughs> All right, guys. we still got like a little bit of the podcast left, and we are running long. So let's jump right into this next part. That's my uh, fault. No, it's all right. It's, it's everyone's fault. We'll take the blame. Maybe not Andrew, though. I, I feel like say, I don't feel like I do. Yeah. Andrew's over there like tapping his watch. Yeah, let's get this thing moving. Um, guys, did anything interesting happen to you since our last podcast? Yeah, yes. I got to, I went to visit uh, some friends in South Carolina and celebrated New Year's with them. So we, we had a, a good celebration with Dusty and Shannon and the kids, and it was fun. I'd say that was interesting. Got to, yeah, got to go to Big Air down there. It was a good time. Nice. Big trampoline park. Uh, I, w- I mean, I don't know. Nothing super out of the ordinary. I had a good Christmas and a good New Year, uh, New Year's Eve. I went to sleep. So, yeah, just yeah. kind of run in the mill, and that was good. Did I you- put did- together last week a six-day streak of not setting an alarm to wake up, and that was excellent. Glorious. Mm, that's awesome. Glorious. That is amazing. Yeah, I mean, I had COVID. That's so, you know, <laughs> that's interesting. It's it not good. It's interesting, but it is interesting. Now we, yeah. I, I came out of quarantine uh, Christmas Day, and Kim came out like four days after that. Um, yeah, and yeah. then in the middle of that, we moved. So that's, that's, you know, we, that's pretty eventful. We've got our you know week, our established gonna live here now house. That's awesome, so, which is exciting. We've been filling that up with all our furniture and. You know, the things we need to do and being all adult and stuff. Yeah. So, yeah. Andrew, did you do the thing where where you didn't set the alarm, but your body still got up? For the first day or two. Yeah. But then after a few days, then, then, then no. Then that's when it becomes that's, yeah. glorious. Mm-hmm. You're just like, no alarm. I can get good rest. Yep. Yeah, that's a good thing. I don't know about you guys, but if I do that for too long, then I overshoot it. Then I'm waking up at like 11 a.m. and I'm like, "What's where, where's the rest of the day?" Because oh. you just miss that whole the whole morning, and then you're like, "What do I do now?" Because I'm still going to bed at 8:30. You know, <laughs> I'm not staying up later. <laughs> but no, that's that's good, guys. I feel like it was other than having COVID. I'm glad you're you're yeah. well at this point, and but yeah, seems like it was all right. All right, here's our closing question then for this podcast, guys. And it's the cliche first podcast of the new year. Do you have a resolution for 2022? I'll qualify it with this that you would like to share on the podcast. You don't feel like you have to like expose all your secrets, but resolution for the year. But then there's accountability as well. 
you share, and then there's going to be people. Oh no, well, not really. All one yeah. million people that listen, right? <laughs> two, yeah. Or is it two million? Because <laughs> last Andrew. year, last year I said that I was going to learn to play the fiddle on the podcast, <laughs> and, and I did not is. learn to play the fiddle. Mm. Are you going to say not, that again this year? Not a fiddle Maybe, player. Yeah, why not? Yeah, yeah okay. Why can't yeah. 2022 be the year? 2022 is the guys. year of the fiddle. I mean, I made progress. There was a string that was broken that got fixed. Yeah. Okay. Learned how to tune the fiddle. Okay. Even like to tighten the bow, which I didn't know was yeah. a thing. That was a... So there there were a couple yeah, baby preparatory yeah. things that got out of the way. Yeah, that's... I feel like you're really, you've really built some momentum. Yeah. <laughs> it's, all, it's all uphill. Yeah, I mean, unfortunately, it stopped, <laughs> unfortunately, it stopped about February, but yeah, oh, the so, momentum was built. <laughs> is, so here's, here's the question. You say that. Is that statement a positive or a negative statement? It's all downhill from there. I think he was making a ski joke. But still. No, I got to think about it. Like, I, in my mind, I was like, oh, he's on the up and up. But it came out of being like, oh, it's all uphill. But uphill is a terrible thing for a big guy like me that's out of shape. Mm-hmm. So I would have had to have been like, Andrew, it's all downhill huh. for it to be smooth sailing. It's all on you the know? escalator. But is that good or bad? Well, it should be a good thing unless you are skiing so and there are trees. It depends which way you want to go, yeah. yeah. I mean, Some people, I've heard people say like, oh, it's all downhill from here. <laughs> and then I've heard people go, oh, oh, man, it's all downhill from here. Yeah. I don't know. Smooth see, sailing. In my upbringing, being, going downhill was the easier, yes. more positive. Interesting. Don't even need to hit But that's gas. a good point, though, because I have heard people be like, oh, and then they just went downhill from there. Yeah. yeah. Oh. Anyway. Well, I have to watch track. it. I have to stop saying that. I don't know. You have to it's explain. all in the you're you're like, like, in the tone. It's all downhill from, from here. And you're like, and I mean that in a good way. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> in the best sense of the words. Uh, I would have to say I want to actually, no joking, run a 5K for the first time in my life this year. I think I'm yeah. gonna I want to get back into into some shape and uh and not round and uh do do a little bit more running. So every that's I think that's a great resolution. Every year I make a list of ten. This year I had a bonus eleventh one, but so far I have shared a resolution with everybody because I was gifted a violin or fiddle, uh, and I would like to learn to play it. So that's on my list. I would like I have run a five k before, but I would like to get back in the shape of being able to run one. So that's on my list as well. The one that I was going to say for me specifically though is my goal this year is to do something social that isn't a church event and isn't something with my band. Hmm. Because both of those are great things to do, great to have social church events. Um, but I would like to do something that's, you know, obviously safe and, and with, you know, sp- spike in cases. You want to be cautious and all that stuff. But assuming I can, I would like to do something social this year. Do you have anything in mind? No, because I'm not a very social guy <laughs> in the first place. Um, Zach's like... <laughs> My wife and I are going to go on a couple's cruise. Yeah, we're not going on a couple's cruise. That's not happening. <laughs> I don't know. I'm thinking like, I don't know, take a class or something. I don't I don't know. What do, what do people do? I, here's one. Well, um, this could, uh, this no, could you combine go. one. Running Souls downtown. They've got Ooh. a couch to 5K oh. training class mm-hmm. tonight from 6 to 7. 
Oh, tonight's not good for me. Uh, no. <laughs> no, that would be yeah, awesome. It's supposed, to, it's supposed to snow. We won't be there for that. No. No. I think that would be a great idea. Okay, I think I would, them. Yeah. I'd love to mm-hmm. jump in on something like that. There's also, and this is something I've considered, the um, the the axe throwing place here in town. Oh, yeah. That could be fun, too. Has, yeah. they, they do leagues. They're like, you know, 10-week leagues. And I've considered doing that for for the same reason to to get outside of the kind of normal the, the the church community is good and and it's it's needed and I, and I love it and uh, it's a it's a vital part of my life. But there's also the the desire to be out there and to be around other people that aren't church folk and be able to share the gospel and, and get to know people. And you know, we're not at a point where I'm like coaching like you know kids baseball or soccer teams or anything yet. So. Um, so I've thought about doing that. I'll go yeah. throw some axes with you. Plus, I mean, sure. it's a very manly thing. Do you want to grow coach beer, throw an axe, kids baseball? Yeah, I feel like whatever I choose to do, <laughs> because I know somebody it can't include any of you guys. <laughs> no, as uh, much as that would be fun, it has to be to be truly different. Yes. To be truly yeah. outside of my church environment, it it couldn't include any of my coworkers. No, no safety net. Yeah. Because then I just like if you were, if we if we decided to axe to throw axes together, then I'd be like, oh hey Jacob, what's going on? And then I'd right. always buddy up with you, and then you know, I, I got you. or if Andrew and I took violin lessons together, then it would be like I'd always just be talking to Andrew, which is great, but it's not outside of my. I feel like this is Zach's like way of softly breaking. Yeah, I don't want to hang like, out guys, with you. I don't want to be your friend. <laughs> oh gosh, that's not like true. You. So then whenever he starts hanging out with like super cool people, he can be like, remember I told you all on the podcast. <laughs> I was going to start reaching out socially. Oh, I thought I was being more subtle. No, I'm just joking. <laughs> Jacob, did you have a specific New Year's resolution uh, to put a nice bow yeah, on I our mean, I'm not podcast. a big, big resolutions guy, but I have made a commitment. This is one. I think I mentioned this to Luke a while back or, or maybe some other, um, uh, you know, catchy little saying to go with it. You know, I turned 40 years old this year, and uh, and and so I'd like to as well, you know, as is – horribly cliche but also very good and healthy lose some weight and so 40 by 40 Ooh, is, I like that. is kind of the 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 goal that i've set out that's you know a little mine's less than a, a pound a week mine's 100 by 38 <laughs> <laughs> well very good guys those are great resolutions and uh you know it might sound a little cliche but something we do want to encourage you our listeners uh, to also think about and we'll do the same is to think about how this year uh, you can grow closer to God and how you can do do more for that relationship with him so always a good place to start if you don't have a resolution yet so mm. would someone like to pray for us to end the podcast guys I will all right Let's pray. God, we love you, and Lord, we thank you for these times that we could get together and just talk your truth, Lord, and, and just what it means for us, the forgiveness that we have in you, and that we are able to rise up and walk through this life different, Lord, Lord with, with you going before us. God, I thank you for this time that we've had together. We love you, and we praise you. In your name I pray. Amen.